been a little problem in the cockpit. The cockpit? What is it? Still on emotional literacy, because that's what we're about, emotional education. I am Gang, and this is the Project Steady Space. And it's Thursday, so you're going to have your mental health tip today. Are you tired of talking about emotions? Because I am not. Ta-da! Still on emotional literacy, exclamation point. And what did we say about literacy? It's your capacity to read many forms of literacies, I know. But today, we shall strengthen our emotional literacy by talking about emotions. Are you tired about talking about emotions? <sighs> well, I'm not. And you know what? We shouldn't because emotions are very useful. In fact, they're so useful for three things. You might not even know this, but... Your emotions can motivate you to behave in a particular way. When there's a combination of uh, neurotransmissions in your brain, it makes you decide and it prompts you to behave a certain way. That can even make you avoid being hurt or being in danger. It's a second like indicator or a warning signal. And it also gives us a temperature of the room, meaning it gives you an overall read of what's going on and it will guide you how to socially interact, how to interact with other people. A lot of our emotions are stimulated by interactions with other people. It's an indicator of your temperature. It's like, oh, I have a fever or oh, I'm feeling this. So to understand emotions, you have to first completely accept that emotions are natural. They are not uh, abnormal occurrences in your life because I have news for you. You are not a robot. We are not machinery. We are glorious homo sapiens with complex, gorgeous, complicated brains and feelings and combinations with the environment and etc. that makes us a bundle of joy or a bundle of nerves depending on where you focus. But yeah, they're very, very natural. Accept that and you're halfway to understanding emotions. Second, in order to understand it, you must have the articulation, the vocabulary. Sana you can identify exactly how you're feeling. Because when you recognize exactly how you're feeling, then you are halfway through the, the solution too. Kasi tignan mo naman yung difference oh, between I am angry at my mom compared to I'm so annoyed at my mom. Look at the range of emotional differences, the tilt that it even gives your brain using angry compared to annoyed. That's a whole different set of different emotions because all emotions, brings us to the third um, aspect, all emotions have an accompanying action or an accompanying urge all the time. This is supernatural. I'll explain. Look at the slide. The first column has emotion, and the second column is the urge. These are the natural, statistically normal urges. When you feel sadness, you tend to isolate or withdraw, and then so on and so forth. Here, you know this, fight, flight, freeze. Disgust, you recoil. So just run through, the, run through this slide and look at the natural reactions when, when an emotion shows up. So this is an emotional inventory. So let's review. Please accept that emotions are natural. It's part of nature. So dance with it. Dance with it. Second, identify it. Find the perfect word. No, okay, can be perfect. Find the closest approximation to the word of exactly what you're feeling. Because look naman at the range of I am mad, I am seething, compared to I am irked. Right? It's so different. And then third, who? This is what we're going to discuss. Please try to recall and remember your patterns of behavior. 
per emotion. Your patterns would be the repetitive reactions you have per emotion. Let's do this again. Because when you know your patterns, it will help you regulate and manage how you're feeling. You're not going to believe this, but if you cannot identify what you do repeatedly, you might have a hard time managing your emotions. So let's recognize your pattern. So this is mine. This is my emotional inventory. When there is an emotion like A, sadness, if, if the natural inclination is to withdraw or isolate, I would like to replace it with or add with read a book. And when I feel fear tried and tested, I call my brother and I call, I'm calm. I'm calmed down. So I, I, I like my brother. He's really cool and I find him funny. And when I call him, I all of a sudden feel safe. That's just how it is with us. And look at what I replaced shame with because shame is a large, overwhelming feeling. In fact, every child's first large negative feeling is usually fame, shame. They get embarrassed by someone or their parent or somebody says something and they feel embarrassed. And you know when you're a toddler, you, you quite literally hide. You hide behind the palda of your mom. You hide under the table because you're ashamed. But as we get older, we need a tayo toddlers. We can't really hide in you know, you know our colleagues' palda. That's kind of not allowed. When you're an adult and you feel shame, your hide comes in the form of um, you don't present your idea. You don't raise your hand when you want to suggest something because you're already predicting the embarrassment of your idea not being accepted. So if the urge right after feeling shame is to hide, I would like to replace it. At least this is my inventory. I want to say whatever out loud or I go to a cubicle, hide there and just say whatever. But I can let it out. Anger, anger when I feel anger, count to 10 is always a classic because it gives you the pause. Jealousy, I haven't figured that out because, you know, I, I'm a really good therapist, but I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect human. So usually when I deal with jealousy, I get a haircut. I don't know, maybe because I, I feel cuter after haircut. I don't know if that works for you. With guilt, oh, this is awesome. I love this. Please remember this, even if you don't remember anything else. The minute you feel guilt, and normally with us Filipinos, it's unnecessary guilt. I'm not talking about guilt because you really did something wrong, okay? I'm talking about unnecessary guilt, which is, wala ka naman ginawa, pero you always feel guilty almost by default. This is, the, this is indicated by you or your friends or somebody you know who constantly says sorry. You know, uy, umuulan, sorry. Ay, ay, sorry, wala ka ibang payang. Ay, sorry, ang iksi ng sinulat ko. Ay, sorry, di ako nag-practice. Uy, sorry, this is gonna be short, ha? But you're, you're not even doing anything wrong, but you always premise your, and you pepper your sentences with sorry. You know what that does to you? It sends your brain a signal that you're constantly doing something wrong. So, recently, I have replaced my immediate automatic sorry with, was that me? For example, when I hear something fall in the kitchen, instead of saying, sorry, I immediately say, was that me? So that if, you know, if my husband says, yeah, yeah, that was you, I'll say, oh, sorry. So at least the sorry is merited. But if I say, oh, was that me? And he says, no, 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 that, that was the dog. I'll say, oh, okay. So I didn't waste a sorry, you know what I mean? I did send a signal to my brain I did something wrong because I didn't. So, yeah. That's pretty much how I do my inventory. Replace it. Um, I replace my urges with a plan of action that can replace it as a reaction. So it brings us to our mental health minute tip, which is always a promise every Thursday. Are you ready? <sighs> Inhale, <sighs> exhale. And here is your slide. Okay. Your slide is this. The third column is empty. Let's see if we can replace it. Replace sadness with something else. Withdraw, isolate. Sadness. 
eat ice cream, fear, uh, I don't know, uh, run, jog if you're healthy. I feel shame. Oh, I'll pound my chest. I don't know, whatever it is. We actually do a game here. So, and you can also do it tonight if you want. We usually put fill up the third column with food. So I feel sad, ice cream. I feel fear, I'll eat popcorn. I feel shame, uh, I'll eat cow flakes. <laughs> I don't know, whatever it is you eat. Anger, etc. Oh, there's another method of doing this actually. And it's also funny because you can always play games with your emotional inventory. Our other, our other game is like we put uh, assign a piece of clothing for feeling. Like I'm feeling sad. I'll wear a yellow dress. I'm feeling fear. I'm going to wear a shawl. I'm going to use a shawl to cover my, my shoulders. I'm feeling shame. I'm going to wear a bikini. I don't know. No, I never do that. But you know, you can replace it. So that's how you do it. So Instead of um, subjecting yourself to the, to the default of the normal urge or the immediate urge, which is usually frightening, you're going to replace it with a plan of action. And you know what? When you can do that, if you do that, when you do that, congratulations. You are a mentally self-regulating person. And that is mentally well. So that's your mental health minute for this week. Take care. Read a book, wear a bikini, whatever. <laughs> Have fun. See you next week.